0: you to the names of God series today our name of God is Jehovah Jireh someone say Jehovah Jehovah Jireh Jireh. The the Lord my provider God is my provider and that actually means he will see to it anybody ever tell you I'll see to that and then they didn't see to that but when God says I'm your provider he says I'll see to that and he's going to see to it so along that note I was often Pastor Hank's researcher, and I found him an incredible joke years ago, and I'd like to bring it back to the pulpit in honor of God's provision for all the little animals of the world. There was a beautiful poodle walking down. I'm going to pray in a moment, read scripture. There's a beautiful poodle walking down the street one day, and she encountered three suitors, and they all looked at her and smiled real big, wanting to have a moment with that beautiful perfumed, nails-painted, bow-in-her-hair poodle. And so she looked at them knowing her charm and she said, okay, to determine which one I'm going to go out with, I'm asking you all to use an imaginative and intelligent sentence with two words, liver and cheese. So first of all, the black lab, he walked up and he said in his big, deep voice, I love liver and cheese. And she said, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. No imagination. Then came the shiny golden retriever, beloved by all. And he stood there and he said, I hate liver and cheese. She said, my, 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 you're helpless. So she looked at the third guy who was known for his fame and his finesse, tiny in statue, but so famous. And she said to the little Taco Bell chihuahua, (laughs) what do you have to say? He winked at her. He faced the other two dudes, and he said, liver alone, she's mine. There you go. For you, honey, (laughs) Jehovah-Jireh. I'm going to read from Genesis 22 and 14. And Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide. Someone say, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day in the mountain, are on the mountain of the Lord, it shall be provided for you. Philippians 4 said, my God shall supply according to his riches in Christ Jesus. God will see to it. Father, we thank you for the anointing in this room. Holy Spirit, I welcome you. This is your room. Jesus, this is your church. It rests upon your shoulders. I ask you to speak to my brothers and sisters, to remember my prayers and petitions, but most of all, Open the hearts of my brothers and sisters in this room, and those listening by podcast, speak to them. Jehovah Jireh, let your will be known. We love you and adore you. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Do what only you can do. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. My provider, someone say, my provider. provider. He is Jehovah Jireh, my provider. He is more, Joel, than enough for me. Look at your neighbor and say, he is more Then enough for me. The names of God fit like a piece of puzzle or puzzle pieces, Britt, to our needs. He shows us his attributes. He shows us who he is. He shows us different parts of him by his names. It's like when you describe someone, you go, she's really sweet but with a little bit of sass. Come on. In food, that means you're a jalapeno pepper with a little side of cream cheese. Come on, somebody. Someone would describe a man and they'll say, he's tall and muscular and strong. But he's gentle like a bear. Well, I'm not seeing too many bears that are gentle. Anybody with me? Which means that if you cross him, he's going to show up like my brothers from Georgia showed up last night and beat my Vols. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> they always oh, next year, and they played great. Pastor Hank loved the Bulldogs. Marcus Lamb loved the Bulldogs. Angel McCarter loved the Bulldogs. Tennessee didn't have a hope. Come on, somebody. The names of God are so powerful. And it's amazing because she's sweet and she's sassy. He's tall, but he's gentle. With God, it goes like this. He is Jehovah, Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts that we talked about last week. But he's also Shalom, my peace. He's Jehovah Nissi, my banner in time of war. But he's also Kased, the God of loving kindness. He is El Nosei which means the God who forgives, but he's also El Nekama, which means the God who avenges you. He is Goel, my redeemer and yours, but he's also Jehovah, Gibor, Mikama the Lord who is mighty in battle. He is diverse. If you need gentleness, he's there. If you need a war song, he's there. If you need peace, he's there. He is Jehovah, Jireh, the Lord, our provider. And for whatever you need, he is there. Give him a shout of praise. This morning, your legs may be weary. Your heart may be heavy. Your questions may be many. But whatever you're facing, he sees, he knows. And you don't have to climb the mountain of I will perform. You don't need to climb the mountain of I will produce. But every mountain that every one of us faces is leveled with sufficient grace of The Lord will provide Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Say it again Jehovah Jireh, my provider in the early days of harvest through the years we've had so many miracles and uh, in the early days we studied the book by Larry Lee Terry one hour under pastor Hank and we learned the names of God in fact we did so many early morning prayers that right now it's my default hallowed be thy name for you are God Sin canoe you are God Makadesh, you are God Shalom you are God Shama it got so in me if that early morning prayer every morning in fact we had an early morning prayer before we started the church at the prayer tower at Faith Memorial. And uh, Brother Abraham, not the original one, but another one joined us from Larry Lee's ministry. When he walked in that room, I remember looking at Pastor Hank. I'm trying not to cry. At 5 a.m., Pastor Tim, before we launched this church, and people slammed that prayer room. There was no not an inch. And Mr. Pastor Abraham looked at Pastor Hank and I, and he said, you have just stepped forth through the threshold of destiny. But I thank God that I learned that his names are holy. If you don't know that, try that. Praise him and say, God, you are Jehovah Jireh, my provision. You are Jehovah Shalom, my peace. And I'm going to praise you in the midst of it all. Someone say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Worry is belief gone wrong because we don't believe God will get it right. And God says, I will get it right. I will provide grace in the gaps. Best of all, I will give you myself. When answers aren't enough, when joy seems to be fleeting, when the world's circumstances are screaming at you, He says, I give you myself. I am the peace beyond all understanding. I am the grace that picks you back up. I am the strength that keeps you going. He is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Give him a shout of praise this morning. Provide means to supply or make available. But it also means to keep, maintain, and support. He not only gives you a supply, but he maintains the supply. He never runs out. He gives you what is needed. Psalm 16, when I quote over me, even my daddy said, baby, where'd you get that verse? I was telling him one morning a few years ago. I said out of Psalm 16, the Lord protects all that is mine. So when I'm praying over the things that I own, I said, thank you, Lord. But sometimes we're not sure that people will provide for us. Now, Donna, we had one daughter for 13 years by herself, and we did Christmas one way. We The big Christmas morning. I don't want to run this for anyone, so I'll keep it um, without divulging into things. But we, I went to the last moment, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning, loved to feel the Christmas tree. Our staff would come over for Christmas parties, and they'd say, bless their heart, they got nothing. Because there wasn't one single gift around the tree. But they didn't know I had a dramatic middle of the night. Well, Pastor Hank dreamed of sugar plums in his head (laughs) that I would make it down there. He's like, are you still doing that? Anyway, um, that was the way we rolled. And uh, we would do that, you know. But when Christine came along, it really troubled that little girl when she turned about five. Mommy, we got nothing for Christmas, nothing. Mommy, I tell you, we got nothing. I said, honey, that's going to be there. Honey, I promise you it's going to be there. Have we ever failed you? Come on, somebody. Have we ever failed you? But it's funny. Even as a teenager, she said, I really think. She was always the one to call family meetings. Anyway, that's another story. She said, I really feel that we should um, put the... I want to see the gifts. So now Mama Rhonda has to bring last minute surprises, but predominantly we put them around the tree. I want to tell you something. Sometimes you don't see anything around your spiritual tree, but God is providing. Give him time. Give him a moment. Give him an opportunity to do that. Your parents made provision. You that didn't grow up when I grew up and Chris and us other elderly old people, Pastor Tim, no, I'm just kidding. We grew up. You didn't pull through. He's, about, he's a little younger than me. You, you, you didn't pull through drive throughs when you went on long trips. First of all, they were far and few and in between. Highway 66 didn't have a Mackey at every little corner. So Mama prepared food. And Becky, she didn't prepare sandwiches. Ron, she didn't prepare peanut butter and jelly. She fried chicken. She made potato salad. She made green beans, Dean. And then we'd pull over at a rest area. Haul the cooler out among the wild beyond. Children sitting around the picnic table eating mama's delicious. Lord, I'm going to get some of that chicken in heaven. Fried chicken, potato salad and biscuits. Some of our best memories were chasing paper plates when the Oklahoma winds came through. (laughs) Because we always did that. Provision. It's a wonderful thing how people will provide for you, but none of them compared to God. And let's face it, Google wants to provide for you, doesn't it? Social media wants to provide for you. I mean, let me just tell you, we rented a car to go to uh, Gatlinburg because my motor, a new motor's been put in my car, and I'm driving that little Volkswagen, and we all couldn't fit in there. But I'm loving it. But at any rate, it's a, some friends of mine. Anyway, we talked, we we rented it, and Josh Davis, who used to go here, sweet Josh, me, got me a car and everything. Enterprise went went through all that, had a lot of fun doing it, and uh, so that Forerunner, we talked about it. What a great car it was. We we're sitting high; it was great. All of a sudden, Twitter, Facebook. Instagram and Google are showing pop up ads. Buy me, buy me. I'm a Toyota. Buy a Sequoia. It's a new one. Come on, somebody. They're like that meme of friends listening into you, and they, they want to solve your problems. Don't you dare click, sisters, on those things that'll say make your hair grow. Don't you dare do that. Cause they will advertise a thousand and the other day out of pure boredom. I decide to read the comments. Well, maybe this is the thing I've been looking for. Don't have to add extensions. This is it. This is it. And I read the comments. And you gotta love women, cause women are reading the comments. And one woman, one woman says, "I tried it. It worked for me. My hair was bald, and it grew all the way to my toes. I'm a living legacy." Someone underneath her goes, "I just checked her Facebook profile. She has not said a word since 2018. That's a bot. Don't even believe her. Come on." Things that tries up. Yesterday, my Alexa, um, I said thank you to her, and she said, "Rhonda, your kindness really gives me a charge." (laughs) And I also love how Apple and them will try to match you up with music. I mean, how does this happen, Gerald? I'm listening to "Jaira, You Are Enough." I mean, I'm singing, I'm belting. All of a sudden, goes Alexa, "Go, I found something I think you'll like." And it's called drinking beer at the bar with your friends on a Saturday night. Come on. (laughs) These things do not go together. No, Alexa. I just want to tell you, my Siri is saved if she can be saved because she's always looking up biblical matters. I'm telling you. Siri, look up in the second book of Chronicles, when David took the ark. And Siri, as you're doing this, let the Lord minister to you in a powerful way. Come on, somebody. Give my comedic results in a hand. Jehovah, Jireh, thank you. Jehovah means self-existent. It means he's self-existent. And Jireh means that he is the one who will look into a matter for you and settle it and deal with it. I love self-existent because it means that God's never going to say, you're going to come down to the altar, and he's going to say, I'm so sorry. It's like Black Friday. We ran out of that miracle. Gabriel, I mean like, like Santa at the North Pole. Gabriel, hook up the machine. Somebody needs a healing, but we are, we are done run out it'll never happen he is Jehovah Jireh he is self-existent he will never run out of what you need he will never run out of what he wants to give you his best is always being saved for this moment he is God he doesn't have to prove his character but when he says I'm Jehovah Jireh he says I see you I will see to it he's not the person running out the door saying I left your lunch money on the counter grab it if you can he's saying I see you I know you I'm leaning into you I'm coming close to you. We all got 2020. We all sometimes don't want people coming close to us. I pass people I know on the grid. They go, don't hug me. Don't hug me. I'm sweating like a... I can't remember what they say. And I said, well, don't hug me either. I've been running too. God doesn't ever say, don't say that to me. I'm going to come closer. I don't care how you look. I don't care how you smell. I don't care what you're going through. I'm going to get close. God does not bow to the 2026 20, feet. And neither do we. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. He sees you. He knows your number. He knows your address. He knows the address of the person living underneath a bridge. He has seen and made provision for all. Anything that you will encounter. I want to thank the Lord today and praise his holy name. Because my Jehovah Jireh, I never saw myself here. But I want to say in the company of you that have been provisioned for me as well. In so many diverse ways. I want to say Jehovah Jireh has been more than enough for me. I never encountered. Can I testify for a second? I never imagined living life without my person. I never imagined pastoring this church. Never without my person. I never imagined walking through my house. My yard. Eating. Talking as we talked all day. But I can testify to you today. In the presence of he who is forever faithful. Jehovah Jireh has been my provider. Someone give him praise. Whatever you need, if it's strength, he's got it. If it's peace, he's got it. If it's wisdom, he's got it. If it's rest, he's got it. If it's answers or direction, he's got it. The Bible says, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your Father in heaven give what? Good gifts to those who love him. But sometimes those gifts, like Abraham, and I want you to know the last like eight minutes is about Abraham. We'll get there. I want to tell you that Abraham got a gift wrapped in a package he didn't recognize. My friend, Jensen Franklin, who I was blessed to spend some time with, he and Cherise several times in the last year, tells about a story when he was 16, he was in a church service. And Ronnie Brock, who was my childhood pastor as well, was preaching. And Jensen just knew he wanted to preach. He said, Lord, I want, to, I want to preach like that, God. I want to have the anointing like that. I want to have the power like that. And just wept. About a month later, he started breaking out in boils all over his body. From the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, big boils. And they kept coming and coming and coming. The kids made fun of him at 16 years old. There was no meds. The, doc- the doctors tried everything, nothing would work. He'd wear a big puffy coat and they'd call him the freak show at school. 16 years old, he said to God, God, you have devastated me. I gave you my life and you have devastated me. I am a freak because they kept getting bigger and all over him. A wonderful woman in the church body, probably like a Gail Combs, became his provision. You know Jehovah, Jehovah. He's also known as Jehovah, but Jehovah. Jehovah, Jireh has you as a provision to others. You are often other people's provision. And this Rachel Joyner began to fast and pray. She would pass little Jensen, who would hide underneath his coat at 16 with cards and said, Jensen. You're anointed by God. Jensen, you're going to speak for God. Jensen, you are blessed by God. He said he would begin to skip school. He made it by skin of his teeth, and he would hide. His daddy was a pastor, and he would hide underneath the sound booth. And there he would just hide, and people would come into church. They'd even know this 16-year-old is rolled up like a ball. It's hard to believe right now. And he's sitting there. But he said eventually this gift turned him to God closer, and he started listening to cassettes of people preaching. He started drawing himself to God. He said he realized that in the midst of his limitation he was warring for his future. Let me say to you, Jehovah Jireh says to you, in the midst of your limitation, continue to war for your future. He got out his sax and hid underneath the sound and started blowing on it a little bit. And a music man by the name of Bob was his provision and helped him and taught him. He said that seclusion, that strangely wrapped gift, taught him in that moment to depend on God. He said, I would have never been the preacher I am. I would have never been the sax player I am. I'm going to tell you, Jehovah Jireh can take whatever you go through and he can turn it around and he can be your provision. Somebody give him a shout of praise in this house. Jesus said, look at the birds. Don't worry in the book of Matthew. Don't worry about what you're going to wear. Look at the birds. They don't need to plant our harvest. We have a little sparrow we'll bring up. They don't need to plant or harvest or put food in barns because your heavenly father feeds them. And you are far more valuable, Jehovah Jireh says, than that bird. But that bird is depending on God. And why do you worry about your clothes? Why do you worry? I mean, sometimes in worship, are you surprised what list will come to your mind of things you need to do? It's ridiculous. Think about it. Or you're praying. Why do you worry about that? Consider the lilies, how they grow. We've got a couple of pictures we're going to show you. In all of their beauty and glory, it says they don't make their clothing. Yet Solomon, in all of his glory, was not dressed as beautiful as they are and God if he cares so wonderfully for flowers that are here today and gone tomorrow how much more shall he care for you he is Jehovah Jireh your provider somebody give him praise when you go home today and you turn the knob on your front door Why don't you speak? The Lord will provide. Why don't you take your tired hands on Monday night and Tuesday night? And when you turn the knob, say, God, I know you are my provider. I know, as the song says, Jehovah Jireh, you would cross an ocean so I wouldn't drown. I know that you are enough and I'll never be more loved than I am right now. Give Jehovah Jireh a praise. We've had so many miracles of provision through the years here at Harvest, and so many I would love to tell you about. This land is a miracle. On Thanksgiving Sunday, I will update you on where this land is in the future of us and what we're going to do. But this land is a miracle. Jehovah Jireh provided this land. We've had miracles on and on again. But in 2010, don't know this has ever been told publicly. I think a couple people know. Pastor Hank and I were so down because we had a, we, this land over here was choking us until... Our ship started helping us. I'll leave that that way for this podcast. And at any rate, they started helping us. But we had it due by Monday morning, 10,000, or they were going to take the property. I'm telling you, I would love to tell you that we were walking through the house singing, Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Y'all don't know that song because you're too young. Anyway, we didn't, we didn't go through the house singing that we were mad we were overwhelmed he flopped himself on the couch I flopped myself on the other couch anybody else ever been there and we were just mad we came to church that next morning thought this is it we didn't even make any big pill there was an elderly couple who came into church that morning they came up to meet Pastor Hank we would never seen them before and he reached out with a check and put it in Pastor Hank's hand and he said the Lord said for me to come here to you, to this church and give you a check for ten thousand dollars we never saw that couple again Now, it was drawn on a bank, so they couldn't be angels. But I'm going to tell you, (laughs) unless angels have an account, that could be happening. But anyway, I want to tell you that he is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who will supply. I opened this this sermon with, my God shall supply all your needs. And the interesting thing about that supply is the Greek word epokariga. And it means on behalf of the choir. Look at your neighbor and say, on behalf of the choir. Oh, that just sounds crazy. He's going to supply on behalf of the choir? Classical Greek, a choral dramatic company, would practice endlessly and have this huge important um, thing that they were going to put, a theatrical importance of of performance. They would put time and effort and practice, but all of a sudden they would run out of money and everything was off. All the energy, all the time they'd put in it, it was the end of the road for their dream. But then at an exact moment a wealthy benefactor in this Greek time where we get the Greek language from in the New Testament would hear about it and make a contribution. And it would be on behalf of the choir. I'm going to tell you something you're the choir. Jesus is the benefactor. And when you feel like you're running out of steam, he's going to bring you more energy. When you feel like in that moment that you are backed up against the wall, he's going to come in and behalf of the choir, he's going to give you grace. When you're weary, Jesus is your strength. He's the supply. Remember what Psalms 103 said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Someone give him a hand clap of praise. You can live under Jehovah Jireh's provision or you can be like that man that we've talked about that went on that ship back in the early 1900s. And his friend, they went separate ways. At the end of the time, his friend said, I didn't see you any night. You weren't eating at the captain's table. He said, oh, no, no, no. I just bought the ticket. I didn't buy the deluxe ticket. So I've been in my room and I packed crackers and water and I've just eaten in there because I didn't have the money. he goes, oh, my friend. I don't think you understand. In the purchase price, your breakfast, lunch, and dinner was included. You miss sitting at the captain's table. I'm going to tell you something. I don't want to forget all the benefits of the Most High Jehovah Jireh who heals all my diseases, who forgives all my sins, who redeems my life from the death. His name is Jehovah Jireh. Someone give him a praise. You say, Pastor Rhonda, what if I lose my job? Your job is your resource. It is not your source. When the brook dried up for Elijah... God, when the ra- the raven stopped coming with bread and meat, the Lord sent him to the widow. I'm going to tell you, God can bring, as the Bible says, honey from a rock. What does that mean? What in the world does that mean? It means the Lord Jehovah Jireh says, I can take care of your finances from a source you never saw. I can pay your bills from a source you never saw. I can heal and mend in your family line what no one else can do. I am Jehovah Jira, I can bring honey from a rock, manna in the wilderness, and water out of a stone because I am that I am. Somebody give him praise. (laughs) Ephesians 3 and 20, a favorite verse of ours. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably, abundantly above all that we could ask, imagine according to his power. And now to him that is able, that is the foundation of Jehovah Jireh, he's able. To do all, that is the ability, the next level. Above all, that is the immeasurable. The abundantly above all, that is beyond human understanding. Exceedingly above all that we could think or hope and ask. He is able to accomplish what concerns you, what concerns you today, tomorrow, and the next year. He is able. Give him one more praise. We see Jehovah Jireh in the book of Genesis, and we see him come to the earth without form and void. And he spoke into what the Hebrews call tohuva bahu, which means chaos. And the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the waters because God always brings order out of chaos. God is not the author of chaos. God is the author of peace. And if you're in chaos today, I'm going to say to you, speak the word of God and ask the Lord to bring order out of the chaos. Somebody give him praise. He said, let there be light. Actually, what he was saying was, let there be me. He divided the sea from the land, and he called it dry ground. And he still brings us across dry ground. He holds it together by Colossians 1. Psalms 145 says, the eyes of the Lord, the eyes of all, someone say all, look to God, and he gives them their food in due season everything on the earth looks to God. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing because the Lord is righteous in all his ways. Let me tell you something. He told Job and he said in the book of Job in the 38th, Chapter. He said, I divided the channel of water and a path for the thunderbolt. I causes it, I cause it to rain on a land where there is no one. I satisfy the desolate waste. I cause water to spring forth so that grass can grow. He says, Does the rain have a father? No, I'm the father of the rain. Does the ice come from a womb? No, it comes from me. Does the frost come from anybody else? No, it comes from me. And he goes on to say say, can you guide the great bear saying that I'm Jehovah Jireh who provides food for the raven when it's young ones cry. Can you hunt the prey for the lion? Can you feed the lion? God is saying I'm Jehovah Jireh and I'm even providing food for the lion, but you don't think I'm going to take care of you. You are far more precious. Someone say, hallelujah. He goes on to say, does the hawk fly by your wisdom? Do you make the hawk? know? that means when the hawk comes up, it flies by the wisdom that God put in its DNA. He goes on to say, does the eagle mount up at your command and make its nest on high? No, I, the Lord, I am Jehovah Jireh. And in Job 26, it says, he posed the earth on nothingness. I don't know about you, but I can balance something on something. But I can't pose something on nothingness. But when God created the heavens and the earth, he balanced it on absolutely nothing but his word. Somebody give him a shout of praise. And look at your neighbor and say, Jehovah Jireh, my provider. And then Psalms 8 says, what is man that you are mindful of him? You made him a little lower, an angel recorded, the gift of creating mankind. Then Elohim, you crowned him with glory and honor instead of rubies. But then we know that man fell to the serpent. Hang with me. Jehovah Jireh always shows up. The last time you fell, the last time you made a mistake the last time you had sinned god was already ahead of the game it did not take him by surprise he was not pushed back and about to fall over what happened to you or what you did i love it that the bible says that after the fall that god came walking in the cool of the evening i want to tell you why i love that because he had always come in the cool of the evening and it would have been terrible if he had not come i love that they heard the sound and i want to tell you this morning by the spirit of the lord Jehovah Jireh, he's coming for you today in all of humanity's religion, man reaches after God. But in all relationships, God reaches for man. He reaches for you when you've fallen and you've scraped your heart. When you feel the shame of words that you've spoken over yourself or others have spoken, God looks for you when you're feeling lost. God sees you when you're down. God calls for you when you cast aside. You see, he does not run down the rebel, but he walks in the cool of the evening. I've always said that I loved he didn't come in the heat of the day. He didn't come when the sun was blasting. But when the cool wind came to flow, where he had always walked with them, they heard him coming again. They didn't think he knew, but he knew. I'm going to tell you, Jehovah-Jireh will always come to you in your desperate, not enough, crazy moments. When you are down on yourself, you're down on your future, and Jehovah-Jireh would come. Someone wave a hand for him and say, I bless your name, Jehovah-Jireh. We know that they fell. uh they, they, he said, where are you? Where are you? And they said, we hid from you because we were ashamed. We're so ashamed. Humanity has dealt with a lot of shame. We've all dealt with shame. If you hadn't, then just going up to heaven, you're perfect. The <laughs> Bible says only Jesus that way. But the rest of us have dealt with shame. Things we didn't do, did, whatever. He said, who told you that? I didn't tell you that. I think Jehovah Jireh would say to you and I this morning, Hallelujah, Holy Spirit. Who told you you'd never get out of debt? Who told you you would never have enough in life? Who told you you would never get a promotion? Who told you you can't beat addiction? Who told you you'd never find the right mate for those of you that are seeking that? Who told you there was no hope for your marriage or for your children? Who told you you were a second-class citizen? Who told you that? Who told you, Joseph, that your dream wouldn't come fulfilled? Whoever told you that, the Lord says to you and I this morning by his spirit, I did not tell you that. I did not tell you that. Those words never came from me, says the Lord. Those words never came from me. You see, God came and he covered them. And Jehovah Jireh provided those skins for Adam and Eve and showed his glory and pointed to the cross. And he will always come. I'm thankful to Jesus Christ this morning. For every time he showed up in my garden of despair and covered me with the blood that he shed at Calvary. If anyone's thankful for Jesus, give him a shout in this house today. And the fall turns into a falling into his everlasting arms. Hallelujah. Oh, I pray for every prodigal Jesus that they would fall into your everlasting arms. Deuteronomy, hallelujah. Deuteronomy 33 and 27 says, there is no one like him. Your eternal God is your refuge and underneath you are his everlasting arms. As Pastor Hank said for so many years, you can't fall as fast as God can fly. He will always be ahead of the game. He is Jehovah Jireh. Give him a praise as Chris comes to help me. Hallelujah! I asked the Lord I'd be here by eleven forty, and it's a miracle. Thank you, thank you. Miracles still happen. Jesus, we just love you this morning. We're not done. We're moving on to this part of Abraham. Jesus, I just want to testify in the midst of my brothers and sisters to your grace, Jehovah Jireh. Thank you for not leaving any of us the way you found us. Thank you for salvation. And thank you for saving us over and over again. Thank you for the times you came through and we didn't know how we would make it. Thank you, Jehovah Jireh. We welcome your Holy Spirit in this room. In Jesus' name and the church said, amen. Genesis 22 and 1 is the first time the Lord, our provider, Jehovah Jireh is spoken. Hang with me. If you can just tune in. I'm not like on the last three minutes. So if you just stay where you are barring an emergency, of course, always your grace to do what you need to do in an emergency. Like your cat is dying in the parking lot. That's your emergency, okay? Just kidding. No one's cat's going to die. Especially not mine. Genesis 22 and 1. It says about Abraham. And it came to pass after these things. I'm going to calm down and just simmer in this part. (sighs) After these things, it came to pass. Meaning a greater revelation was coming to the father of our faith. He was going to come to know Jehovah Jireh. Laura, he'd been through so much. LaVarda, he'd been through so much. I mean, his resume was full. You ever felt that way? I've often told the Lord, hey, I got this. (laughs) Resume is reaming over now. I've experienced just about everything. God says a greater revelation is coming, Abraham, a greater level of faith and grace and strength. After these things, just when you think you've seen it all, a defining moment comes. I want to clarify this morning. I'm not speaking of a bad thing. Do you hear me? I'm speaking of a revelation. You will never be tested like Abraham is to take your child and sacrifice him. You'll understand that in a moment. People debate that. Not that, but they debate what was going on here. God was painting a picture of Calvary. It was a type and shadow that we learned in theology to one day. You see, God says to Abraham, go up to Mount Moriah, take your son. Take your Aked in Hebrew, your only son. That word is only used one other time in the Greek, in the New Testament, in John 3 and 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that you might live. Because he loved the world so much. Likewise, the eternal grace and provision is seen in this moment of time, Becky. On the mountain of the Lord, Abraham says, it will be provided. And I want to tell you, Moriah is where Golgotha is. When you go to Israel. They'll take you to Golgotha and also tell you that's Mariah. How powerful. On the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. The Lord will provide doesn't simply mean a past event. It denotes a future action. I praise the Lord for every way he's provided for me, Pastor Todd. But I expect through this message today that I will see an anticipation of greater provision. Take him there and sacrifice him. And, you know, here's the thing I want to say to you, brothers and sisters. I'm probably too honest sometimes. One time told me I was, someone told me one time I was the most honest person on television because of my preaching on Daystar. I don't know about that, but I can't help anybody if I'm not honest. Faith does not dull your feelings. Just because you have faith, it doesn't mean your feelings are going to like. Abraham going up was not singing, gyro with a tambourine dancing you are enough everything I can't think of the words Christine but anyway um, she could help me but we'll keep going he wasn't he was going up that mountain with his heart hurting but trusting that God was going to get him out of this feelings are a great servant but they are a terrible master and us that have a lot of feeling I have a lot of feeling you'll if you have a lot of feeling you've heard me say to you hey feelings are a great servant Don't let them be your master because faith doesn't always feel good. Abraham, the father of faith, is going to contend for a higher kingdom reality. The way you know this morning, Mama Linda, since you and I are about the same age, the way you know that God is not through with you is that he's not leaving you on a flowery bed of ease. He's not having you just tip through the tulips and everything, just sliding home to home base. I'm just going to coast. If you're still contending, God is not done with you. So give God a shout of praise this morning. Give God. He is not done. It said that God, the word says that, that Abraham, I now know what's in your heart. I want to clarify here. God is omniscient, which means he is all-knowing. God knew exactly what was in Abraham's heart. Listen to me. God sometimes wants you to know what's in your heart. Yeah, I knew he's going to call me out on that ugly, that despicable. No, he wants you to know you are stronger than you thought you were. You are kinder than you thought you were. You are more gentle, Pastor Ramon, than you thought you were. Faith in your life will tell you you are stronger than you imagined. And God wanted Abraham to know. Abraham, I'm going to paint a picture. The word is full of people, those water walkers we talked about, who did the unfathomable and became mighty. They were armed at the next place. But I'm sure Abraham thought, and maybe you do, hang with me, This is not where I thought I'd be today. Anybody with me? Am I the only one that's living a life you didn't think you'd ever be at? So you see, Abraham was only three days from the promise. It was a three-day journey on Moriah. But I'm sure to him, faith felt confusing. I'm sure he kept saying God will provide. But the place of grace can be a messy place. And the trials that we go through in this fallen world, they build our faith immune system. You need to go sit with my daddy if you don't believe that. He's 91, diminishing some in mental ability, but still strong. And when I broke the news to him of my sweet niece who testified here that she was facing cancer again, all he did was lift his hands and begin to sing, I know the Lord will make a way. Then he began to cry and praise the Lord in English and another tongue. And he said, Lord, we commit to you, Allie. Because you see, he's been through enough to know that he will be enough for him. And I'm going to tell you, your faith, the Bible says we go from strength to strength, from faith to faith. I'm going to tell you something. God is building your faith today. And for that, give him a shout of praise, Jehovah Jireh. But his compass, Austin. Had to feel like it was off. You know, compass tells you your direction. And I'm sure he thought this is not where I thought I'd be. I don't understand what you're doing, but I hear a voice in my heart saying that you're working for me. I know that he was three days from the promise. He was three days up Mariah. And you see, he turned to his two helpers and he said, Listen, how you know he was in faith. My son and I are going up to worship. And we will come back. That's a statement of Jehovah Jireh. Can you say the Lord is your provider before you see the results? Can I say that? This was the first one to paint a picture of Calvary. He put the wood on his son's back. Guess what? God at Calvary put the wood on his son's back and he walked up Calvary's hill. I want to tell you something. This was a picture of the day we'll come to in a moment. But go ahead and give Jesus a praise for Calvary. Go ahead and give him a shout of hallelujah for Calvary. And as he's going up in faith, saying the Lord will provide. Daddy, where's the lamb? Isaac was a grown man. We're about 30, most people believe. Think about that. There's a hundred analogies, but I can't go there. Between he and Christ. Abraham's son the Lord will provide. When your children say, how are we going to pay that bill? Mommy, do we have enough? Mommy, I mean, hard times, inflation. He is still Jehovah Jireh. I don't care how high gas goes, the children of God will be blessed and they will have more than enough. I don't care. Don't pack your goods and go live in the mountains with a bunch of hoodlums and rednecks. You stay in your house. You know that Jehovah Jireh is your provision. You know that no matter how hard it gets in the land of Goshen, there was light and in the land of Egypt, there was darkness. I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their seed out begging for bread. God has got you. Somebody give the Lord a praise, Jehovah Jireh doesn't mean you don't prepare. That's not what I'm saying. But don't be crazy. (laughs) Pray for me. (laughs) Inflation rises. God's got it. There's a beautiful point in this as we kind of wrap this up. I've enjoyed this message. So you might not have it. Boy, I've enjoyed it. There's a great moment. Thank you. There's a great moment. That Abram's up there and he's doing, getting ready to fall on this act. There's only one time I have felt this. When God was doing my inner healing, I told the gentleman that was walking me through it and my best friends that were helping me at that time. I said, I feel like the Lord is asking me to lift the dagger on my life. And I remember how bad it hurt, like I had the flu inside. And he says, Rhonda, lay down what you think is right for your life. And pick up what I say is right And I said I feel like it's Abraham and Isaac Because God's never going to ask you to kill anyone or kill yourself But you might have to die to yourself And I knew in that moment That probably it had something to do with I Wanted to go a different way I was not healed yet But the Lord said if you trust me I'm the God of the impossible I did lift that dagger I did say not my will Be done but yours And I can tell you Four weeks after that point, the Lord did the miraculous restoration of the greatest gift in my life. And that was bringing me back to my husband, Hank Davis. Give Jesus a praise for that Jehovah child. I want to say to you this morning, because this wasn't in here and I'm still doing good. If God says to you, which he is going to say, lay down what you think is right for your life. Pick up what I say is right. I still say that prayer, Pastor Barbara. I still say, Lord. I lay down what I think is right for my life. I just want to pick up what you say is your will. Help me. I must decrease and you must increase. And there is that phone call from heaven we've been waiting for. (laughs) Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. says, then Abraham lifted his eyes. Here's the deal. Abraham had lifted his eyes to a land that was distant that God was leading him to, which is now Israel. Abraham had lifted his eyes to the stars to believe for that baby Isaac. But now he lifts his eyes to see something different. Right as he's fixing to sacrifice, he he knew God would raise him from the dead. He knew that something was going on here. He trusted God. He loved him that much. God will never ask you to do that with your children or anyone like that. I just must clarify that. Abraham went to do it, and the angel said, Stop. And when he did that, Abraham looked, and there caught in the thicket was a ram. And Abraham called the name of the place. The Lord will provide spiritual provision. Listen to me. Isaiah says in a very powerful scripture. Before I say that, I want to say this. While they're going up the mountain on this side, Chris, crying out in trust, God has the ram traveling up the other side. Abraham can't see it. While you're going up the mountain believing God for things in your life and others' lives that you love, the provision is traveling at the same pace. The miracle is traveling at the same place. The salvation is traveling at the same pace. Otherwise the ram wouldn't have been caught right when he was. God put it in that creation of his. Come on, come on, come on. An angel kept leading the ram leading the ram to get caught in the thicket. I love it that the hound of heavens or the angels of glory, the Lord of hosts, is whistling and calling forth miracles and grace and provision. And they're traveling up the side of the mountain because on the mountain of the Lord, he will be glorified. Give him one more praise. We're almost done. God is traveling in the grace of his strength and the greatness. Three days from the promise, Abraham got there. Can we call him Jehovah-Jireh? At the bottom of the mountain. Or do we just call him that when we see the ram in the thicket? Abraham said, the Lord will provide. I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't have any. We all have our stories. I wish we'd take an hour. After everyone these names, I just want to take an hour. Like everybody come up, open mic. Tell how God has done this in your life. But I can't do that. Will you tell other people? Will you tell someone this week how Jehovah Jireh has come forth for you? It says in Isaiah 63, who is this that comes from Edom with his garments dyed from Bozrah? The one who is glorious in apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength. This is Jesus. It is I, says Jesus, who speaks in righteousness, mighty to save and the observer says, why is your apparel red and your garments like one who treads in the wine press? And he says, because the day of vengeance is in my heart. And this is the year that my redeemed has come. I looked for someone to help me. I looked for someone to go to the cross, but there was no one. But I brought out my own arm for salvation to the right and to the left and my glory healed my people. Can you give Jesus a shout of praise? Romans 8 and 31 says, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for all of us, shall he not freely give us all things? Jehovah Jireh is seen in this last few minutes in this way. 1156. I'm doing it. I knew he was going to be extra hungry because you're. it's really like one almost to you, so your stomach's growling. I'm hanging with you people, okay? Here's the picture, the ultimate picture of Jehovah Jireh before we pray over you. God placed the wood on the back of his son. His son walked the Via Dolorosa, the way of suffering. He walked with the wood on his back, saying, here I am, God. I've come to do you. My name is Yeshua, HaMashiach, or in English, Jesus, the anointed one. This scene is heartbreaking and exhilarating. At the same time, who will answer the words of who will go for me? Jesus, the perfect son of God. Jehovah Jireh said I'll provide salvation. This is such a paradox. It's so ironic. Here God puts the wood, the cross on the son of the only perfect one that ever lived. His atar, his perfect son and he's going to Via Dolorosa. This is the one that Isaiah said he will be anointed by the spirit of the Lord. He will be full of wisdom. He will be wonderful. He will be Emmanuel. He will be the counselor. The spirit of understanding and counsel and might shall rest upon him But he will be the ram caught in the thicket. He was the ram. And I'm going to tell you today, God says through Calvary, you don't have to provide the ram. You don't have to be your own provision. God says, I am Jehovah Jireh. I am more than enough. I am God, your provider. Someone bless his holy name in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The cross is broad enough to cover anybody. It's long enough to go beyond any barrier. It's high enough to take us all the way to glory and beyond. It's deep enough to touch any need, any sin, any hurt in this room. I would love to think that God, before he had to turn his back on Jesus at Calvary, pulled back the veil and said, Abraham, 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 come look, look. The ultimate lamb of God has been caught in the thicket. This is what I was painting a picture of your life so that others would see. I'm going to tell you this morning. God always sees and he always sees to it. Jehovah Jireh, that very name means I will see to it. I will see to your need. I will see to your future. I will see to your cares. I will see to your concern. I will see to your finances. I will see to your trouble. I will see to your marriage. I will see to your children. I will see to your job. I will see to your future. I will see to your ministry. I will see to whatever you need. I will see to it, Jehovah Jireh gave his life, that he would be the ultimate provision. And he is more than enough. Stand all over this house and give him a praise. Right where you are, come on, give him a praise. Hallelujah, bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Give me a key of C. We had something else planned, but Josh had to leave. I want to say to you, for whatever you need, Jehovah-Jireh is your provider. We're standing on holy ground, and I know there are angels all around. If you hear the key, Christine, just sing it from there. time before we pray for you to sing it. We are standing. Hallelujah, Jesus, Jehovah-Jireh. This is your holy ground. This is your holy ground, Lord. With hands lifted or hand on your heart I want you to call out to him As your Jehovah Jireh Come on I want you to call out to him Father God I know you are my Jehovah Jireh I know you are my provider Yes of salvation But I know traveling toward me right now Is the answer, the blessing, the healing, the miracle For me and for others I thank you it's traveling right now Lord I thank you that you are more than enough You are more than enough for me. Lord, I release my cares. I release my worries. I decree and establish and declare you are Jehovah Jireh. You are my provider in the midnight hour if it to take honey from a rock or manna from heaven you would do it Lord you would do it because you alone are God Lord Jesus I know you've got my future and Lord I know you're giving me deeper revelation like you did of Abraham and through my life you are going to help others Lord you are going to help others like Abraham's life helps us you are going to write a message through my life I want you to say it to him through my life because you You are Jehovah Jireh, my provider, my provider. Lean over and pray for that person next to you right now. Just lean over and pray for that person right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just go ahead and pray for that person right now. Come on, just lift your voices. We're going to sing one more time in a moment. Just lift your voices. Come on, lift your voices. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for whatever my friend, my brother or sister needs. Lord God, let their faith be increased that you are Jehovah Jireh. You've not brought them this far to only bring them this far, but you've got it, lot. For those that that are facing shame or sin or failure, Lord, let them know you give them no shame. You do not speak these things over them. I hear you say, who told you you would always be lazy? Who told you you would never have enough? Who told you you would not be used mightily of God? Who told you? We know, Lord, you did not speak those things. So I pray for my friend today, Lord. I pray for my brother. I pray for my sister. Let's keep praying as we sing. We are standing. And again, when you're done praying, just sing this. Johnny, we're on holy ground, and I, oh, I know there are angels all around. As Chris continues to play, I just want you to lift up your worshiped hymn. You want to sing it out? You want to say it out? Fill the room. Hallelujah, Jesus. I worship you, King Jesus. I bless your name, King Jesus. I magnify you, Jehovah Jireh. You are my provider. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. I bless your name King Jesus. You are holy and good and you provide. Lord you are kind. You are mighty. We bless your name oh Lord. We bless your name oh Lord. We bless your name oh Lord. We worship you my strength, the Lord my high tower, the Lord my provider, the Lord my redeemer, the Lord my strength, the Lord my hope. You are all in all, Lord God, Jehovah Jireh, you will provide. You are more than enough. We declare it, we praise it, we say it, but let us walk it out this week, Lord. Let us declare you are Jehovah Jireh. Yes, you are.